Welcome back to For the Journey podcast. If I didn't have a bit of a theme going, I would title this episode Plan C. Plan A didn't make it past the brainstorming and jotting down a few notes stage. Plan B, however, I really hope the Lord lets me use some other time because I sank a lot of time into it and even attempted to record it twice. The only way I can explain why that's not this month's episode is it just didn't feel quite right. That said, there's a big part of me that wanted to stick with Plan B. It didn't require as much openness and honesty on my part, and my natural bent is more toward putting up walls than being open. But when this episode started developing in my head while I was sort of in the middle of a meltdown, I suddenly had a better idea of why Plan B didn't feel right. So I guess we're doing this. Today's episode is When the Journey Leaves You Weary but you can still call it Plan C if you like. I've been out of college for seven years now, and the majority of that time I've worked a minimum of three jobs and averaged about 64 hours a week. That's not a boastful, look at me, I'm superwoman kind of statement, because I am definitely not. And because, trust me, if my passion would pay the bills, I wouldn't put in those kind of hours ever again. That's just a simple statement of facts. That kind of work schedule wears on a person, and it recently caught up with me in a really big, really unpleasant kind of way. I'm pretty sure the recurring twitch in my right eye that developed a few months ago was some kind of sign. I'm also pretty sure noticing that my biggest blessing was feeling more like my biggest burden was also a sign. But apparently I'm not good with signs, because I just kept pushing, trying to ignore how bone-tired and weary I was, and how I was becoming this grouchy, bordering on insufferable at times kind of person I didn't want to be. Thus, the recent staycation, with the top priority being simply resting, you may have read about in a blog post. When the journey leaves you weary, rest. God ordained rest at the very beginning of time because we need it. We have limits. So, turn off that voice in your head telling you there's too much to do and no time for rest, and just take a nap or go to bed early. Interestingly, in 1 Kings 19, when Elijah found himself hiding out again because Jezebel wanted him dead right after such a great victory on Mount Carmel and was so weary from feeling all alone, he was bordering on suicidal. I mean, he wasn't planning to take his own life, but he was begging God to take it. He slept. Both times the angel of the Lord came to him telling him to eat, he was asleep. To be clear, that means the angel of the Lord let him go back to sleep to get more rest after the first time he woke him up to eat before sending him on his journey to Mount Horeb. God knew Elijah was spent, and he let him rest. When we're weary, whether it's because we feel like we're shouldering a heavy load all on our own, because we've simply been burning the candle at both ends for far too long, because the heavy weight of grief has zapped our strengths, or for whatever reason, we need to rest. Sleep, relax, it's scriptural. Because October is Pastor Appreciation Month, at some point during the month every year, I try to spend a Sunday with my very first pastor, the wonderful man I'm also blessed to call Dad. This year, I went the first Sunday of October. At that time, I had just wrapped up a middle school Sunday school study and thought I knew where I was going for the next study. As a matter of fact, I had an outline for the first lesson ready to go. Dad got up there to preach that morning, and somewhere mid-sermon, inspiration struck, and it's probably going to be a while before I get to use that outline. I think the Lord may be working on my listening skills. 
but that's a good thing. So I'm writing a study titled Lessons from Failure. First Kings will just have to wait. Over and over in the pages of scripture, we find where people, even heroes in the faith, failed. I love the Moses who had enough faith to stretch his rod out over the Red Sea, believing it would really part like the Lord said. But I also love the Moses who, in a moment of weakness, hit the rock the Lord told him to speak to. I love the Peter who walked on water and was so full of faith and the power of the Holy Spirit, the sick hoped just his shadow would touch them. But I also love the Peter who sank in that water when he saw the winds and who denied Christ three times. I love the David brave enough to face Goliath with a sling and a stone to defend the Lord's glory. But I also love the David who committed adultery and had a man killed. Maybe it sounds weird to say it like that, but what I'm getting at is I love that God let us know these amazing men were human. They weren't perfect. And I could go on and on listing great men who did great things, but who made some big mistakes too. Yes, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord when no one else did, but he also had a weak moment in a vineyard. Yes, Abraham was a man of incredible faith. He was also known to tell a lie every now and then. Samson is commended for his faith in Hebrews 11, but he definitely had issues with women. Obviously, I can only speak for myself, but a lot of times when I get weary, it's because I'm putting too much pressure on myself to be perfect. I do not like to fail. In fact, failure is dangerously close to the top of my list of fears. Snakes, spiders, heights, I'm good. Failure, terrifying. But to be human is to be flawed, so we're all going to fail sometimes. As much as we might want to be, we're never going to be perfect this side of heaven. Even Paul said, For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Romans seven nineteen. So, sometimes, when we're weary, we need to relieve some pressure. We need to remind ourselves that everyone fails, and that's why there's grace. Trust me, I'm the world's worst. I want to be the perfect Christian, the perfect writer, the perfect employee, the perfect daughter, the perfect this, that, and the other. But that's just not possible. We don't have to be perfect at everything all the time. It's okay if we fail. Seek forgiveness, accept grace, learn from the mistake, and move on. Now, to be clear, we still need to fight against temptation and do our best not to sin. I'm not in any way saying just don't try because everybody fails. I'm saying we don't need to carry around a burden of perfection too heavy for any of us to bear that will only leave us run down and weary at all times. I don't know if you've heard it, but there's a new song out called Weary Traveler. I heard the name mentioned on the radio driving home one day about two weeks ago now, I guess, and knew I had to look it up and give it a listen. Since then, I honestly couldn't tell you how many times I've listened to it, but it's been a lot. It's like my new theme song. It gets a little repetitive at the end for my taste, you know, modern music, but the lyrics are incredible. The whole point of the song is that when we're weary, we need to remember the end goal and carry on. We need to remember that our weariness won't last forever. Someday there'll be no more storms to weather, no more burdens to carry. Our hurts will all be healed. We'll be home. And every weary step that led us there will be more than worth it. Even when we're weary, even when life has put us through the ringer, we need to remember that the end goal for the true Christian is everlasting life with our Lord and Savior and carry on.
it's not possible to live in the messy, sin-filled, broken world we live in without growing bone-tired and weary from time to time. And whether our weariness stems from just running and going so much, from the heavy weight of ministry, from feeling like we're all alone in the battle like Elijah did, from just the burdens, storms, and struggles of life, or, as is most often the case, some combination thereof, we need to rest. We may need to relieve some of the pressure we're putting on ourselves, and we need to remember the end goal and carry on. I hope you enjoyed listening to Plan C. Have a good week, and God bless.